Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A. Hey, the B-A-Q-A. What you say? The B-A-Q-A with Manday. The B-A-Q-A with Tiffany. The B-A-Q-A. Hey, welcome to Brown Ambition. Hey. Brown B-A-Q-A. You have questions. We have some answers. We're not your financial advisor or your attorney or your real estate lawyer, whatever. We're not your mama, your cousin either. Well, we could be cousins, but we are two smart brown girls who know a thing about career, business, and money, honey, uh, but still take what we say with a grain of salt and lean into your professionals. Uh, Mandy's out today, but you still got me. And in studio, we have a beautiful doctor, honey. Um, and she's here for BAQA. She's gonna ask her question. I'm gonna help her as much as possible. If you wanna be in studio, you can. Here's how. You can go to Brad Ambition um, Podcast on Instagram, leave us a voice note with your question, or, and, you can go to brownambitionpodcast.com and click contact us or ask anything and ask a question there, and we can just read it as well. So, okay, let's get started. So we have Dr. Aiko in studio, and so first, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Aiko. Okay. Yes, so I am a former educator, hence doctor, so EDD. Okay. Um, and I worked for eight years in the education field, taught high schoolers as well as middle schoolers in technology and business. So prior to that, I was in business for six years as um, a financial analyst with the oil and gas industry. And so recently, I've had a third change in careers, and now I'm working for myself, finally, <laughs> um, as a life coach. And yeah, awesome. that's a little bit about okay. Dr. Eichel. <laughs> well, what's that? What's that? So you're so Dr. Eichel, just so you guys know, is one of my mentees, correct? Yes, correct. Right? Down <laughs> yes. to mymentortiffany.com. See, this is one of the best. Yes. They got a little jump. The, they got to jump the line when it came to be a keyway. Um, yes. So, so tell us what one, you know, what's your business that, you know, do you, can you share the business name? Yes, it's Integrate Life. And so I'm a transformational life coach. And so I help people transform their lives in areas where they're not showing up as their whole selves, whatever that looks like. And so they're unfulfilled, right? And so we look at that uh, and we do coaching around that, helping them show up more mindfully, basically, because I am all about mindfulness. That is what has brought me here to the space. That's how I found you. And so, yeah. Okay, awesome. So... You have a question, Dr. Eichel, you have to ask me? I do. So with this third career change, you know, I'm used to working for people and businesses, right? And so starting my own business, it's another demon altogether or angel, if you will. <laughs> um, and so with that, there have been challenges, right? Like how to build community. And I did listen to your last cast and we talked your um, last workshop and we talked about how to build community. And so for me, 
because it's new and I do have an aversion to social media, even though I'm on it and it is helping me build my platform. Just what guidance um, do you have for me in that area as far as me being new? Not only that, I'm not really talking about anything that a lot of people are conscious about, right? Like mindfulness, like how many people are really sitting down, breathing, meditating, listening to their bodies, <laughs> um, allowing their intuition to be their guide. And so not a very popular subject either, like really how to build that community and draw people in and yeah, build my, my clientele. So remember, so what, what Dr. Iko is talking about is that um, if you're a, ment a mentee, that I do at least one like core lesson, like a live lesson a month. They get to ask questions live. It's really awesome. Um, and our last live lesson was um, how to build community. I let people kind of vote or tell me what they want me to teach on as it relates to, per well, so at my mentor, Tiffany, we don't talk about personal finance. That's over at Literature Academy. We talk strictly about personal development and specifically as it relates to business, running a business. Um, and so, one of the be I, one of the things uh, you know I hope you took away from that chat is that community doesn't have to be built digitally. You know that like certainly you can use the digital like you know social media as a tool to help people to be made aware of your community. You know, but if you are someone who has an aversion to social media, you know the most powerful communities actually meet in person. You know, and so remember I told you one of my favorite communities outside of my dream catchers, hey, and my mentees and dream builders is Girl Trek, right? I love Girl Trek. They are a community to watch. So what Girl Trek does, it is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to get women, black women in particular, out walking. Now, what I love about Girl Trek is that they give, they empower women no matter where you are, you are in community with Girl Trekkers around the world. So every Saturday or once a week, they walk. But I don't have to fly to Atlanta to walk. I can walk in my local park by the house, knowing that there are other black women also walking. I wear my Girl Trek shirt. Like I myself have gone to the park and I've seen this electric blue shirt and I already know, oh, there goes a Girl Trekker. Cause I love to walk, I walk almost every day. But do you see how like, you know, how powerful it is? Like, so you might do say weekly meditations and everyone can meditate where they are and you can encourage them to have their sister, cousin, mother, whatever, meditate alongside with them. And so you're building this community, you know, that doesn't have to be in person together, but in so doing, they're doing so under the banner of your business. You see what I mean? And so like, I just want you to think outside the box of what community can look like. Certainly there are communities like on Reddit, they have threads that are communities. Some communities, you know, they, they congregate under someone's social media. Some communities, you know, back in the day, blogs were super huge and people would congregate on a blog and that was a community. Brown Ambition, we built a community that they show up and they listen to our podcast together, you know? So um, the, the, the Budgetista, I have dream catchers. And so we have a Facebook group where the community largely gathers. But even with that, remember I said in our chat that I too am trying to figure out ways to take it not just online, but take it offline because true connection is made in person. And so one of the ways I'm doing that was my community, right? I have this big, huge 500,000 people in the Facebook group, but I'm gonna be doing wealth walks next year where I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm supposed to be speaking for whatever financial event on a Tuesday, but I'm gonna come on Monday and I'm gonna be at this park and I'm gonna walk. If you wanna walk with me, we're green, so I know it's you. And we're gonna walk and talk about money. 
But how powerful is that to walk and talk about money? It will, it will really empower folks that when they go back to the digital community, that they're really not alone. You know what I mean? And so just think to yourself, like, what does that look like for you? And I was even thinking too, like just visualizing that other people who are not in the group will then inquire, right? Exactly. In the book, they're like, yeah, I like that. I love that. You know? And so it's like, <laughs> yeah. what can I do? So yeah, some people will be with you. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say you do meditation or, my, or yeah. you know, you do a weekly mindfulness activity or monthly. But you know, mm-hmm. everyone's kind of gathered. Cause remember what I said, what is a, a community, right? A group of people gathered, you know, around a specific idea, goal, or activity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like yes, you have this group that. of people, they can live whatever. They have a similar goal, a similar activity, a similar mindset. And then ideally, if you really want to gel a community, give them something to do together. Even if together apart. I will meditate at my house, you meditate in your house. You know, like think about the mentees, right? When we get together and I and I teach the lesson, we are in community in that moment. You know, you see the other comments in the chat and you're like, oh, and what I love is that you guys are connecting. Like I'll, somebody will say something and you'll, you know, you might tell, oh, Stacy, that's a really good question. Hopefully Tiffany sees it so she'll answer it. But you're connecting in that way. But even then what I did, I took it a step further, right? Because we have this great digital community for the mentees. And then what did I do? I said, you know what? I want to see you guys in person. And so I've been to Detroit, Dallas, and DC in the last couple of months because I had speaking engagements there. And then after my speaking engagement, I met up with mentees for dinner and treated them to dinner. So now what was like at first, this kind of thing where it's like this digital connection, like not only did I get to connect and hug people and talk and laugh, but then they got to connect with each other. Like I didn't know all these people lived in DC or in Dallas. And then what did I do afterward? I brought it right, right back online. I'd always post in our, in, our, in our Patreon, hey, here's a picture of last night's dinner. It was so great. Here's a spreadsheet where you can put your name, your LinkedIn, your website, blah, blah, blah. Connect with each other, the mentees from Detroit, the mentees from DC. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that way, you know, that. even when I'm not here, you guys connect. Because the most important thing to remember when creating a community you know, Dr. Iko is that people come for you, but they stay for each other. You know, so if you don't create a way for people to connect beyond you, that you don't have a community, you have a cult. <laughs> you know? I love that. I love that. That's so true, Tiffany. Thank you for that. No, you're welcome. Wow. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. I think about the things that I'm doing on Instagram, right? Having once a week, you know, I do the sound healing on Wednesday, show a new all natural product on Monday, because also getting people to transition to using healthier products. And so what could I do that specifically for the community and also building the list, right? Um, so yeah, so the wheels are turning. Yeah. So thank so, you. Yeah, so as you're building thank community, you. can remember mm-hmm. that you want to control access to your community. So meaning like a social media is a good place to start, but giving them the opportunity to connect with, with you someplace that you can own that access. So that's email, you know, that might be Patreon, that might be Mighty Networks, you know, which is like another, like Facebook is not a, I mean, I certainly, there's nothing wrong with having your community on Facebook, but it can't just be there because if Facebook yeah. shuts down today, I don't have access to my dream catchers, but I have their emails. You know, I, you know, and we're moving over, like we're going to be um, launching Mighty Networks is another group kind of like um, platform, but you can own access to that. I have text messages. It's really important to remember that you want to own access because at any moment, social media can change the rules and you don't have access anymore. 
Got it. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay, before we go any further, we need to take a break because this conversation is getting so good and juicy. Be back in a moment. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you-know-what I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Now you're welcome. Any additional questions? I know you had some questions just in general for me. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was curious, like, what? So if you were me, <laughs> you knowing my story and where I am, what would what would you ask yourself? <laughs> oh, what I would ask myself? Okay, mm-hmm. um, like if you were me, knowing like my background, what I'm trying to do, where I am. I would probably ask me, you asked a really good question before, like, you know, we were doing kind of like our pre-interview. You asked me Mm -hmm. something like, how long did it take for you to be profitable? Did you get funding? So those are really good questions. And I'll say that, um, so especially at the beginning, like, how did it look? So I didn't know what I was doing, you know, just tumbling and dumbling towards success. I want to say I didn't make... mm, I, I probably was profitable very early on, but that didn't really mean anything. Meaning like my overhead, because 
it's just really me speaking and teaching. I didn't have a ton of overhead, but the first year I maybe made $15,000. So what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's mm -hmm. like, you know, like yeah. babysitters can make more than that. So I was living off unemployment at the time. I was doing that. Um, and so maybe the second year, maybe made 25, third year, maybe like 30 or 40, you know, like fourth year, like 50. And then I think I want to say it was like the fifth or sixth year, I made maybe like 75 and this is gross. So when mm -hmm. I made 75, my take home was 35. You know what I mean? So I want to mm -hmm. say, yeah, so it was, it was not easy. Um, okay. And so, um, <laughs> so, so, but so I want to dispel the myth of the pure entrepreneur from the beginning. Meaning that like, I mean, I was babysitting, I was tutoring, I was, you know what I mean? This whole thing that like, I just do the thing. You're right. Yeah. Some people certainly, but that was not the case for me. I had a lot of supplemental things that I was doing. I had a hodgepodge of things to keep it going. I was also living mm -hmm. very simply. Mm -hmm. You know, like I had cut back on all my bills. I was renting a room at the time. Everybody's not built for that, but I was doing that. You know, I yeah, wasn't really driving sacrifice. my car. You know, I was walking. I was taking mm -hmm. public transportation um, mm -hmm. because I knew that like the more money my life cost me, the more that like I couldn't pour back into the business, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I would say, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't really start making a livable wage like by itself, maybe until like year five or six. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that's I really good to know. Yes, there wasn't a rush, you know, like, and so maybe year six, I wanna say I made six figures, like, um, it not 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 take home. I think I made like a hundred or hundred fifty thousand, something like that. And my take home was like fifty. And I was like, okay. Now that's what I used to basically make as a teacher. So after like year six, it's like now I'm matching my preschool teacher salary. Okay. You know. So okay. there's a lot of consistency, and you have to figure mm -hmm. out that there's something else that has to pay you beside the money because the money is gonna be funny in the beginning. Like there has <laughs> to be something that motivates you to keep going. Besides the money. You know? Amen to that. That's so refreshing hearing you say that because this is my first year and like hearing you saying, okay, you're living off unemployment in the 15th. I was like, oh, okay. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you. That's why it's so yeah. important too, Dr. Eiko. I want you to have three levels of types of people in your life. So level one is uh, mentors, you know, which I serve as one of your mentors, but, you know, seeking out other mentors, even digital mentors. Like, for example, there are people who I've never met but I admire them, so I listen to all the podcasts they do. I watch their YouTube videos, I follow them on social. So they mentor me without even knowing me. You know, a mentor is someone who is just typically like about 10 steps ahead, you know? So it shouldn't be someone who's ah, like a year or so, no, 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 no. It should be a real stretch because the mentor had been there, done that, wrote a book about it, basically, you know? Yeah, so yeah you were my mentor also... like that before yes. you became, before I joined the mentees, like I bought your book first and I read it and I was like, I like her. And then I started <laughs> listening to you on Instagram. I was like, okay, all right, let's do this. Let's officially be a mentee. So, so yes, that, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so you want to have like, you know, and so you, you probably like, I have a ton of mentors. You might have just a handful, you know, maybe just one or two, maybe five, you know, but, and then some mentors, you know, if you're fortunate enough, you get to actually interact with them. And some mentors, if you're super fortunate, also are sponsors, meaning they put money in your pocket. You reach out to them. They say, sure, I can share your, your resource with my audience or whatever that is, you know, like, or, you know, like, um, you would actually be really good fit for this thing I'm not able to do, you know? So like, so that's like the next level of mentorship, right? So, but that's mentors. That's level one, right? The, the second group of people is, and the most important, if you ask me, are your peers. Your peers are sometimes one or two steps behind or one or two steps above. So someone could be just slightly above you, but that doesn't make them a mentor. That just, that's still, they're still a peer. 
And so that's super important. This is where you're going to have the largest group because you see what I just did when you asked me how long did it take you to become profitable? I got to tell you, but a peer would tell you like, girl, I'm, I'm broke this month. You're like, oh, me too. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> you know, I used to literally have like five people that I'm like, did, were you able to pay bills this month? No. Okay. Okay. So I'm not alone. <laughs> yes. So like for real. And so peers are not about age. It's not about even years in business. You know, your peers really are just about like, are they around the same level? Like I said, a little behind, a little bit above, but they will normalize the process, keep you motivated and make you feel like you're not alone. So cultivate those peers. You can go to conferences, you know, the mentees, those are some peers in there, you know, um, social media following people, just reaching out. Like I, I grew peers by someone like I might see what they, I love what they're doing. And I might just say, I just want to say congratulations on that thing. That's awesome. And then we built a relationship that way. Mm -hmm. A lot of my peers now as a result of me just congratulating them on social media and then keeping in touch and then one day exchanging numbers and talking, you know, so building that peer network is going to be really critical because your peers will alert you to things that are coming up, you know, some, some tools and tricks that they're using that are, that are working, you know, so build like an honest, transparent, reciprocal relationship. And then the last and, and not least is your mentees. So you might think like, oh, it's like, no, 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 no. You have your, you know, you, you have your doctorate in education. Um, you are, you know, you've, you've, you've taught for many, you know, have been in that space for many years. There are people that you know more than, and when you help them, you actually helping yourself because when you teach, you learn twice. So every time that I pour into you, my mentees, I am solidifying that information in myself. You know, and I love to teach. And I'm telling you, sometimes literally I will come to y'all because I haven't quite worked out a thing. And so I will force myself to teach it to you to force myself to work it out. You know, it's like, what's the language I'm looking for here, Tiffany? What's the, what am I really saying? What is the experience? I'm like, you know what? I've been to talk to my mentees and then I will pour into you. And as I'm pouring into you, it becomes more clearer to me. And so it's such a blessing to pour into other people in general. But honestly, when you teach, you learn twice so like when people reach out to you you know like tell you telling yourself i'm going to check up on that person you know once a month and pour into them just for the sake of pouring in so mentors slash sponsors peers mentees got yeah, it so so got cultivate it. that i feel like i'm on track yeah yeah so it will help you to navigate this process called entrepreneurship you know because okay. you ought not to do it alone you know it can be a lonely road but it, you know in some parts you do have to take that that part by yourself but not all of it you know i really encourage people to navigate from a place of like you know like to what you said before like a holistic place you know that's and it having yeah. those like group of people will really be helpful to you so yeah, I mean, you're I on your that. way, you know, like I, yes. I spoke to a, um, a young woman earlier today and I told her to just remember that consistency beats intensity, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and so small steps every day. That's it. <laughs> like my father would say, mm -hmm. many drops of yes. water does a mighty mm -hmm. river make. So it's that mm -hmm. every single day. I promise mm -hmm. you, it's not going to be it's not the big overtures that's going to make whatever dreams you have happen. It's going to be the day to day steps, day in, day out, day in, day out. You know? Yeah, I see that with my health. So yeah, like the same changes I decided to make in that realm, right? Naturally, but every day, one little thing at a time has led me to living the life that now I'm sharing. So yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this was helpful. Thank you. Yeah, for coming this was yes, indeed. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. All yeah, your you're wisdom. Welcome. You're welcome.
Yes. If you guys want to come on, because you know you do, I say, you know, go ahead on to our Instagram, leave us a voice note, and also to go to brownambitionpodcast.com and let us know. We answer questions, just we'll read them off, but we'll also invite you into the studio if it's a fit. So until next time, y'all. Bye. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. And I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host. And I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.